following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Listening to Fairpoint, I'm Craig Lewis. I'm Nathan Capiser. And we are here on Omega Space Station. Oh my god, it is packed full, at least this area. I don't know how big this space station well, is. This space station is pretty huge. It's like the size of a big meteorite, I'd say. Oh, yeah, we just kind of materialized. Yeah, but this room, I, I'd say, is probably as big as Yankee Stadium. Oh my god, there are Andalites here, Asari. I've seen some Decapodians in the crowd. Yeah, I saw uh, some Marklars walking oh, around, wow. too, which is yeah, this it's been is, a while. This is insane. So, so, Nathan, what are all these people doing here tonight? If you listen to last week's Fairpoint, you knew that this Yeesh, week... I forgot to listen. <sighs> Craig, come on, man. Subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free. It's always free. I just, I just haven't had the time. You know, I've been here on Omega. I... Anyway, if you listened last week, unlike this sorry sap over here, sorry, you knew that sorry. there was a big, big intergalactically broadcast death match going on tonight. The contestants were completely kept a mystery. It's only now been revealed drum roll is there a drum roll we have the mystery combatants our first combatant is hailing from eridanus 2 we give to you mr master chief from the halo franchise and his opponent weighing in at 193 pounds depending on which way you look at it she's either hailing from k2l or planet zebes isn't that the chozo planet don't interrupt me, man. Oh, you were... <laughs> I'm sorry. The fuck? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm just so excited. It's like millions this is, of people listening listen, to me. Come this on, is my first time... on the podcast, Craig. I'll try not to next time. I just... I I can't really make any promises for you. You see how many people are listening to this? I'm getting... Samus Aran. Gazuntite. Right here, tonight. Samus... Master Chief, they're both going head-to-head. This is literally a battle of epic proportions. Something's going down tonight. One of these contestants will not be leaving. Are you telling me they're going to set them up with the best hotel suite here? The hotel suite in the sky, Craig. The hotel suite in the sky. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that one of them is going to die? We're going to kill off a game franchise here tonight? That's what a death match is, Craig. Well, I I thought... They were just being facetious. Mick Foley and Terry Funk were in a death match, and they're still alive and kicking it. Uh, okay. Yes, that's true. Um, I, I feel like maybe it has a different connotation here in space than it did in Japan. Just like how in space no one can hear you scream. Yes, and in Japan, everything has a different connotation, but that's another episode. Man, and this is a really big deal. There are a lot of people here tonight. There's some celebrities in the building. Oh, it's a packed house and all sorts of people you can find. Star Fox might be around tonight. 
Fox McCloud is his name, Craig. Don't let him hear you yeah, calling he him will Star Fox. Always be Star Fox. Star Fox is the name and, of the and, series. Yeah, and just like uh, in the second game, it wasn't Star Fox. It was Star Fox sixty four. <laughs> like yeah, it was his sixty fourth grandchild. <laughs> right, right, because the foxes reproduce like rabbits, right? More or less. Do a barrel roll. That's how they reproduce. Was that Slippy? They reproduce by doing <laughs> barrel rolls. Is Slippy here too? I think he is, Craig. I did see uh, Abe from Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, you know, the Oddworld franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that alien in a long time. Yeah, I saw that guy around walking around backstage. I, you got to wonder if he's feeling any resentment towards Master Chief. If you remember, Abe was originally slated to be the Xbox mascot. Yeah, um, that, that game really didn't hit home with, it the, didn't. with the Gramer population. So you got to wonder how, who he's rooting for. Is he rooting for Master Chief or is he rooting for Sam? Yeah, well, I think anybody with a grudge like that would obviously be rooting for Samus. Abe's also a pretty chill guy. Maybe he doesn't have a grudge. You don't know that. You just know what you've seen That's what I'm saying, games. Craig. I'm saying I don't know, and neither do you. Well, that's where you're wrong, because I did get a chance to interview Abe earlier when I was going to the bathroom. Just so happened to run into the guy. No way. So, we got a clip? Uh, yeah, I think, if the camera was rolling. This is a podcast. Well, they have cameras here. We could just take it from them. Okay, yeah, so it looks like we are going to have uh, the footage from that. Let's go ahead and play that, that interview that I had. It stars me. Oh, yeah, and Abe. Hey, Abe, how's it going? Hello. How are you feeling about the fight tonight? Okay. Who do you think's going to win? I don't know. So the future of the Oddworld series, do you think there's any more games? Wait. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. Th- thanks, I guess. Wow, that was just riveting stuff. Um, also, I don't know if you heard, there's a lot of rumors circulating around uh, Club Afterlife down here in Omega that might get an appearance by Commander Shepard himself. There's a club? Yeah. You you weren't there? Like a Like a bar? Yeah, bar, and women, nightclub, dance, and alcohol. Um, women is a loose term. There's a lot of different species of aliens down there. A lot of them are trisexuals, and they they don't they they I guess they're feminine and female, but you wouldn't be able to notice. Do they do they serve blue milk? No, it's a bar. No, there's no blue milk. I just think it'd be insane to have. Master Chief, Shepard, and Samus, possibly all in the same building. Well, uh, earlier tonight, before the show, we did get a chance to talk to the two contestants. That we did. And I had the foresight to, you know, keep the clips so we didn't have to flag down a technician. Whatever, I didn't have my talk boy on me. Luckily, I did. So let's uh, let's take a look at that. First up, uh, we'll look at uh, what Master Chief had to say. Master Chief, Master Chief, we've, we've got to know, as one of the most decorated officials in the UNSC, why participate in a death match like this? Headshots, bro. That, that's it? Yeah, bro. You want a Mountain Dew? Uh, no, no thank you, but about the fight? Well, I'll take one. Yeah, I'm going to shoot that dude Samus right through that red helmet of his. Bam, game over. You are aware that Samus is a woman, right? That's a chick in that suit, bro? Please stop saying bro. Bro, that's crazy. What, you didn't know about the Justin Bailey code? Back on the original Metroid, it would strip Samus down to her underwear, revealing her to be a female. No way, bro. I gotta go get my Nintendo. And then, of course, we also got to talk to Samus. 
Samus. Why put your life on the line for an event like this? What is the motivating factor? Well, to be totally honest, and forgive me if this sounds a little arrogant, but I don't think that I'm putting my life on the line. That confident you're going to win this thing, huh? It's not really much of a concern, but to answer your question, like any good bounty hunter, it's all about the money. This is just an easy paycheck for me. Well, Samus, good luck out there tonight. Actually, I have a question, uh, too. No, 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 you don't. It's about your suit. Okay. Come on, come on, Greg. That's enough. Let's get out of here. Let him ask it. I have nothing to hide. I, I hear your suit was designed by... Justin Bailey. Fuck! You son of a bitch! I'll fucking kill you! Come here, you little shit! I don't even need my suit! Well, Craig, I gotta ask you, man. Do you got a preference? Who who are you rooting for, man? Who do you want to win this I thing? I do. I'm gonna be rooting for Master Chief. I've played through uh, not all the Halo games, but a bunch of them. And no, I don't play multiplayer on it. That's a different whole... I know that's what everybody world. likes it for. A whole new world. We listened to that song that was, so many times. It was so great. On the, the way Al- here. The Alamist, surprisingly, has a beautiful singing voice. A few of them. I think that was the coolest part, hearing him sing it in harmony as himself with six different voices. I can show you the world. It doesn't. It's not going to work because you only have one voice. Editing, Craig. Come on. I can show you the world. I can show you the world. <laughs> I can show you the world. And then I'll just go and I'll, okay, I'll and layer those. Okay, you just keep layer them over the top of each other? Shining, shimmering splendor. Shining, Tell, uh, shimmering I wanna, splendor. I don't want to hear it like this first. Shining, shimmering splendor. Uh, okay, okay. Shining, shimmering. You're, you're still going. <laughs> well, I got to disagree with you, though, Craig. I'm, I'm on Samus's side. Yeah, well... I Gotta mean, go for my girl Samus. Samus, I was never big on the Metroid games. I played them when I was really young. Was I never really got back into it. Like I said, Super Days. Metroid was never one of my personal favorites, but I've always been a Nintendo fanboy, and uh, I've definitely played the Metroid games, and I definitely yeah, got great respect for the character. you should see the shrine character. Peach he has in his room. Hey, man, you still haven't found Peach's question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, that's a... That's a Mario RPG joke. Uh, Jesus, I'm too geeky for my own good. Yeah, oh, so the, yeah, I've been, do you get I've that though? Her. I gotta ask. Uh, no, I really didn't. But I knew I knew where you were going with it. Um, no, I didn't no, dude. Get the there's, reference. A, there's a part in Mario RPG where if you uh, no, was Mario RPG on Super Nintendo? Yes, it's oh, it's fucking amazing. How have I, how did I not play that then? You need to download yeah. an emulator or something. It's I mean I, will. I mean maybe when purchase I purchase it Ooh, yeah. legally. In Mario RPG, Craig, at one point when you're in the princess's bedroom, if you go look behind the fireplace, like you're you're looking at the side of it, but you know, right? And you, and you press A, you like talk. Yeah, I, I know how RPGs um, work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it says you found Peach's question mark question mark question mark, oh. and then and then Peach pops up. You know how people pop out of you in RPGs, like your party members will like slide to the side right. out of your main yeah. character. And so she pops up, and she's like, Mario, put that back. Respect people's privacy so, or something like so that. So did Mario's only response could have been, Mamma mia. That's putting it much better than I did. Much more eloquently. Uh, in Japan, it actually says, you found Peach's XXX. But so, yeah, it was a dildo. 
Yeah. The, the spoiler alert. Vibrator, something like that. Some sort of pleasure device, which is kind of disturbing thinking of Peach, a children's game character, having an XX. You know about Birdo, right? You know Birdo is the pink, the pink yeah, one that yeah, shoots the, the eggs out of the one that shoots eggs. Yeah, with the bow. Um, How do you think she gets all those eggs? Birdo's a boy. How do you think he gets all those eggs? <laughs> they retconned it. <laughs> they retconned it in America and made it a girl. But um, so you're w- telling me Arnold Schwarzenegger's serum to make barren uh, wombs fertile <laughs> worked. As in, you know, that that true movie, Junior, based on a true story. Yes, it was. Well, in Japan, though, Birdo is a male that is sexually confused and, like, huh. likes to dress up as a girl. You don't say. Yep. Says it in the instruction booklets and everything. The transvestite dude. Yep. In a Mario 2 game. And uh, Yoshi's It really... was the 80s, you know, so. Yeah, Yoshi. Well, you know, that game was made specifically for America, too, which is the funny part, yeah. too. But, uh, wasn't, yeah. Wasn't the real but... part, too, like, the Lost Levels then that come out as the Lost Levels later? Yes, yes. Something interesting about Birdo. Birdo and Yoshi, they started doing this kind of ship thing. I you thought know, you were like... going to say they got together. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's what a ship is. It's like a pairing between two characters. Oh, like a courtship. Yeah. Relationship. Relationship. Is, yeah. Championship. Um, well, I just think it's interesting because Yoshi's, while referred to as a boy, the, the species is clearly asexual. Birdo is a boy that is confused about its gender and identifies as a girl. And Do we just call Yoshi asexual? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Yoshis are asexual. Reprodu- so, they reproduce metabolically. What would be the point well, of see, a ship? And Yoshis clearly reproduce through metabolism by uh, metabolizing proteins and turning it into oh, okay. a fertilized egg. So, to get on my fucking point, Jesus Christ, Craig. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have so many questions. <laughs> so Yoshi's an asexual creature. Birdo is a male that identifies as female. They both paired up in a relationship. Birdo has a long, hollow tube-shaped mouth, and Yoshi has an extendable tongue. Eee. So that's just a really weird couple there. Probably the weirdest couple in video games, it's safe to say. And on that note, let's move on to some news. Today's episode of Fairpoint is not brought to you by Goodwill. Has it ever been brought to us by them? No, and uh, I don't think it ever will. And uh, if there was ever any chance of the podcast being brought to you by Goodwill, we're about to blow any chance we had because motherfuck Goodwill. Um, So just for the record, this is starting to seem a little hateful and unnecessary towards something called Goodwill. It's charity, right? Uh, Well, Goodwill is a non-profit organization. Broke news in the last couple of weeks that there are a lot of businesses, one of the major ones being Goodwill, paying their disabled uh, employees as little as 22 cents an hour. In 2011, there was people making as little as one cent an hour in Florida. One cent? Yes. An hour? Like it, there was... Uh, they literally would make more money if they just roamed the streets searching for change. Yeah. That's what I was like. They could just quit, walk out into the parking lot, and yeah... And make more in one day than they would make in a week. Seriously. And uh, this is all legal because of a law from the 30s that says that non-profit organizations can pay their disabled employees to their ability. So what Goodwill does, and it's not just Goodwill, it's also companies like Barnes & Noble. Meaning, depending on how severe their handicapped is? This is what Goodwill does. They observe a few able-bodied people uh, performing a task, and then they observe... 
a few disabled people performing a task. And then what? Cut the difference? Yeah, they calculate some difference, and they're like, all right, we're going to pay you 22 cents an hour. How degrading must that be? Not only do you suffer from a handicap, physical, mental, whatever, but then to have somebody look at you and say, yeah, you're only worth less than a quarter an hour. This is not the roaring 1920s. That can't get you through the week. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. You think... You know, Goodwill, what with charging damn near cover price for used books, they could afford to pay him more than 22 cents an hour, but no, I guess not. I heard their CEO is blind, so their CEO is disabled and he's ripping off disabled people. What a dick. Yeah. You say you say that the Goodwill, first off, nonprofit organization, this has always been lost on me. And anybody out there who works for a nonprofit, maybe, let us know on Facebook, how does something that doesn't make money for themselves pay employees perhaps the salaries aren't considered considered part profit, of the profit yeah but it is especially if you know no, if it's a business cost it's not that's not profit if if my Let's say like the the who's paying this out like the ceo he's not doing that well, for I mean, free. well i know no i get what you're saying i don't know the answer to your question I, this is just a maybe, but I'm saying like, Craig, let's say you sell a comic book shop. Whatever it costs you to buy long boxes to put your comics in is not profit. You know what I mean? Right. You didn't make a profit. You're not going to consider that profit. So oh, okay. maybe legally it's the same thing that business expenses are they not considered They consider other profit. employees. It's, it's okay, pretty well, fuck you, up. Goodwill. It's, it's pretty fucked up. And, uh, you could suck it. And if Barnes & Noble does the same thing too, you could suck it too. I've, I've also heard that apparently a lot of disabled people are like, look, you know, I don't mind. This gives me something to do, something to do that's productive to actually work and spend my days right. a certain way and feel like I'm doing something. And they're going to be taken care of regardless how much money they make. Because I guess where they're coming from is like, look, it's like a hobby they're not going to hire us if you make them pay us minimum wage. Because they're going to be like, well, fuck that. I could pay someone who can get it but done in time. But then the state would make them pay minimum wage and still have a requirement for having a certain amount of disabled people. Like, I know the place I work has, uh, they have a, a standards, they have to hire so many disabled people. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know they, that. And also, they could be used as tax write-offs, basically. Like I never knew that. Okay. Because it's, you know, considered a good deed, I and, guess, to let them work there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a tricky legal idea to make them hire as many disabled people as they already do. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, clearly, if they had to pay disabled people minimum wage, they wouldn't be hiring as many. Right. So that's why there's people saying, guys, come on, I got a good gig here. Don't fuck it up. And you know what? When there's someone in this country making 22 cents an hour saying, I've got a good gig here. Don't fuck this up. There's something wrong. That's fucked up. <laughs> just that's just think of up. it. Yeah, he, do he doesn't care about the money. He just wants a hobby. I don't think it's that he doesn't care about the money. It's that, dude, he'd no rather, one else is going to hire me. He'd rather just have the job anyways. Wow. So sad, sad news in that department. Yeah, let's move on to some more lighthearted news. I almost died laughing when I found out about this. I said lighthearted. Okay. Well, Somebody almost a good died. dying. A good dying. Die laughing. So that's a good thing, right? Well, I like literally fell out of my chair. Literally? Uh, literally. I was laughing so hard. Of course, it should have dawned on me that somebody would try to cash in on this. There's a movie coming out a couple days before Pacific Rim comes out. I think I've heard about this. Brought to you straight from the Mecca of Schlecka. Asylum Productions, B-Movie Kings, Atlantic Rim. Yep. <laughs> so creative and ingenious. And even uh, better, the the guy that got to direct it, Jared Cohn. You know, Jared Cohn from Bikini Spring Break fame. 
Oh, that's that's one of the classics. Seriously, though, I think Pacific Rim isn't going to win you over with his exceptional storytelling in this movie. It's so, Guillermo del Toro, dude. I wouldn't write it out yet. Yeah, but still, when you're thinking about it, you're thinking, okay, big budget, explosions, great special effects, and what are you going to do on an asylum budget? What they're going to do is trick stupid people into buying it. That's that's their whole point, is to trick people that don't know what they're buying into buying why, it. Why, why Ooh, do the people... Transmorphers! My grandson loves Transmorphers! Oh, we're, we're tricking... Old ladies I'm not into buying old it people for are stupid. <laughs> people who just generally don't follow media there's, to getting presents yeah. for someone else, maybe. Well, there's also a lot of people that, that just, just love schmuck. Well, no. Well, yeah. The schlep. They, yeah, that's They true. love bargain hunting at that four ninety nine bin at Walmart. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that just don't understand the idea of, like, good and bad movies that, like, you can look at something and be like, no way, dude. Like, I'm not saying you should judge books by its cover, but you know what I mean, right? There's yeah. some people that don't know how to yeah. discern, oh, that movie's probably going to be shitty. There's some people that will literally just look and be like, oh, cool, another movie like Transformers? I'm going to get that. It's kids? probably awesome. Sounds like kids? No. <laughs> I know what you mean with that because they'd be like, oh, hey, it's just like this, right? Just like Transformers, though. <laughs> it's only two letters away. Uh, this dude gets it. Resident Evil 6 is happening. The movie so, or the video game? Yeah, the, I believe that already happened. A mo- <laughs> the movie. So huh. basically, fans of the Resident Evil video game series can abandon all hope of seeing anything resembling Resident Evil on the big screen well, anytime soon. I gotta say, I saw the fifth movie. I, I just, I don't even know anymore why I haven't liked one of them. And yeah. I just keep watching it. Of course I'm not dishing any of my hard-earned money into that bullshit. I don't I don't like the Resident Evil movies but either. But wasn't the last one supposed to be the final one? And what did they do to finish it off? Oh, sequel begged like a motherfucker. Well, of course. But instead, they said this is going to be the final movie. And what do they do? They say, this is humanity's last stand. Get ready for the final battle. That was the last freaking fucking goddamn line. That fucking irritates me. Yeah. I mm, I just... Why Paul Anderson? Why? Just I, stop already. I, it irritates me, but I would like to see a actual Resident Evil movie. Like, I want to see a movie that's like a Resident Evil game. I would oh. love to see one actually yeah, based on the games. Yeah, you're going to have to only watch the animated movies, and they're not even that good. Nah, it wasn't, like, Degeneration. I didn't yeah. see anything else. I just saw Degeneration. There was another one after that. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay, yeah, I haven't but seen it. I wasn't a huge fan. I'm not big into anime. Oh, well, the, the Degeneration was, like, computer animated. Oh, I considered I that, really like, like anime-ish. No way. It was computer animated. It looked just like the games. Okay. It literally looked like you were watching a long cutscene of a PlayStation yeah. 1 game. Dude. PlayStation 1 being the first PlayStation, not the new oh, one. Well, we will never get that movie that you want, I don't think, if we They're do. Gonna keep, cause people are going to keep, because people love these movies. Right. A lot of people really love these movies, and they also probably buy Transmorphers and go, this is going to be a good movie, though. Oh, this new movie, Atlantic Grimm. Let's watch this one. Four ninety nine, Walmart. <laughs> it's a deal. Just came out. Take my five dollars. <laughs> okay, enough bashing on stupid people. Next. <sighs> well, I'm sorry. Just one more. Okay, one more. Russell Crowe's playing Noah. Yes, that Noah, the guy that built the boat. Noah, as in 
Noah and Noah's Ark. Yeah, the biblical Noah, because apparently you Did can... He, does he run around gathering a bunch of different animals and hoisting them over his shoulder? Well, if not, it's not very much like the Bible, is it? Touche, uh, sir. He, yeah, apparently nowadays you can tell Russell Crowe to act like Russell Crowe and call it any classic literary character you want. Like Jor-El. Or Robin Hood. Even a Middle Eastern man. Noah's a fucking Middle Eastern man. He's not Australian. But honestly, Russell Crowe is up there as one of the top five people I, I would like to punch. We're building, You're gonna slowly but surely yeah, building this list, getting one every list. episode. Maybe. So anyways, is it going to be one of those like big budget ones, or yeah. is it like theatrical release, or yeah. is it just something for the History Channel? Most big budget movies are theatrical releases. Unless, you know, they realize it's Russell Crowe acting. No, then they Russell then Crowe definitely gets, big budget. Why release. do people like Russell Crowe? We're just like cynical bastards today in our movie news. We're like, yeah. man, we're haters. These people suck. Everyone likes them. If you like Russell Crowe or, or Atlantic Rim. Or Atlantic Rim, that's your prerogative. It's cool. Taste is is not universal. If you like Russell Crowe, please like contact- Any relation to Cheryl? I don't think so. I think it's spelled different. Any relation to the movie Crow? I don't think so. Any relation to the wrestler Sabu? Okay, moving on, Craig. What about Raven? <laughs> if if you like Russell Crowe or any of these people, please let us know why. Find us on Facebook and tell us we're wrong. And then we will gladly delete the comment. No, we're not that big of dicks. Okay, so Rupert Murdoch is yet again rising in, in news. Maybe not for the best things, but... And that's the guy that owns Fox, right? Yes, it is. He's... He also owns some newspaper in Britain, I believe. What he's in the news for now is that a 45-minute tape has surfaced of him talking with journalists at the Britain Sun newsroom. This was from last March, I guess. And he was talking about there was investigations of bribery and whatnot anyways, which he basically uh, he admits that he had bribed people and at his papers and they paid police officers and officials for tips and stuff. Uh, and then basically said that's next to nothing to what he's done. And then he also said that the people and the police that were investigating his media empire were incompetent and were never going to find anything. Okay. Like, what so a what's happening move. now that this that these videos have surfaced? Or he knew that, that um, basically he was being recorded. These things were from last March. Who knows? Maybe he didn't know that he was being recorded. But okay. there's now, like, more lawsuits or coming up against like, him. I control the media. What the fuck do yeah, I Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm Rupert Murdoch. I can do whatever the fuck I want. He said, uh, basically, he was ensuring his employees that he's going to do everything possible to support them if they're convicted of any of the bribery charges or anything like that that, are, that they're about to be facing. Uh, so, I mean, kudos to you for standing up for your people. But, God, you're a ballsy-ass man. Yeah. To admit that to journalists... Yeah. I mean, the police is stupid, though. I, it, Maybe. He, he's got to just be that full of himself that, like, yeah, I control all the media, so whatever. Yeah. Well, well, Mr. Murdoch, I got news for you. What an arrogant you, prick. You don't control all the media. Fairpoint runs by its own rules. So when we say that Rupert Murdoch to jellyfish out of the v in order to, you know, bass guitar or something, like, to the ceiling, trying to... There's not shit you can do about it. Yeah! You tell him! Oh my god. I, oh, that was that was the hardest slam I've 
ever heard in my life. Suck it, Rupert Murdoch. Because we go there. We say the things other journalists don't have the balls to we say. We say what we want, when we want. Well, well, within our designated time frame here. <laughs> yeah, we mostly say it, you know, on Wednesdays. Well, uh, speaking of TV, I guess you could say it's not TV. I'm excited because I finally have an HBO show to give a shit about. All right, man. I Welcome s- to the club. I'm supporting mine right yeah, now. Yeah, see so you're wearing your House of Stark shirt. And don't get me wrong, I got respect for Game of Thrones, but uh, I just you know, haven't gotten into it yet, I'll say. I, I don't really like True Blood. I uh, actually watched, a f- Meh. I watched some of the first season but i think true blood sucks i'll just come right out and say it i've watched episodes here and there and i just think it's dumb oh you 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 think it's really dumb what was it the part where where drinking vampire blood made you have hallucinogenic trips was it the part where they just started having fairies and werewolves and shapeshifters included into the mix uh, I don't mind the vampire blood thing. They actually did something similar in a comic I read called Serenity Rose, which is fucking awesome. Check it out. Um, finally, there is a series coming to HBO that I'm pumped about. American Gods by Neil Gaiman is being adapted. Oh, yeah. I think I, I heard about that happening. It interests me. I have not read American Gods. One of my all-time favorite books. It's, like, so good. So good. So good. Don't get me wrong. I love Neil Gaiman, but it's not about Neil Gaiman. It's about the fucking book. I love that fucking book. And Neil Gaiman's awesome. His other work's great, too. But, like, this is beyond the pale. It's so good. Wow. American Gods. Now, what's that basically about? Gods in America? Uh, The best way to put it is, like, gods are real because people believe in them. And when... A lot of immigrants and everything, you know, came over to America in the early days. They brought with them all their beliefs and culture and like leprechauns traditions. Yes, like leprechauns, you know, Thor, Odin. So gods along with mythical beings. Yes. And now that people don't really believe in a lot of that anymore, they're getting older and weaker and frailer and mortal, you know? So Thor's an old dude who has an apartment. You'd think that people, you know, with the movies out and everything, he would be pretty, uh, you'd well, be kicking it. this was written before that. Now he's probably, like, revitalized, yeah. He's like, oh, that was great. <laughs> Thanks, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Love my new fucking giant muscles. Well, yeah, so all those old gods and creatures are, are getting mortal and dying off because people don't really believe in them while the new gods are sort of taking their place the gods of media of technology stuff like that and it's 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 amazing i recommend this book to anyone and if you don't want to read the book it's going to be a show on hbo soon and i know you go gaga for all those other fucking hbo shows that none of you will shut the fuck up about that's every one of my friends and everyone boardwalk empire everyone watches something on hbo and they want to tell you about it Well, sounds about right. And then this, to me, will be another HBO show I could go gaga over. Oh, I can't wait. It's you know it's funny because that's exactly the same way I felt when I found out about Game of Thrones being on HBO. Yeah, (laughs) I I I totally. I was like, oh, it's gonna get so popular now. I I knew it was gonna get super popular. And Neil Gaiman's writing at least the pilot. And HBO sent him back his original draft and said, can you write it again but make it more like the book? Really? That's a a plus. Yes, because he was trying to take an example, I guess, you know, from the other shows and maybe try to stretch and spread it out and add some new material. Right. Um, Like the book begins with a character in prison. So he started it off with you seeing the bank robbery that went wrong for him to end up in prison and everything. Yeah. And HBO is like, nah, man, just do it like the book. 
All right. Well, we know what you're all here for, and you're not here for Russell Crowe. You're not here for Atlantic Rim. You're here to see Samus Aran versus Master Chief. But before we get to this fight, we do want to go over and analyze the competitors tonight one by one and tell you how they shape up against each other. You want to know who's going to win? Let's get to the bottom of this. Samus is going to win. No, 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 no. I don't think so. The broski himself is going to take this one down. Well, enough beating around the bush. Let's start the analyzation here with Samus Aran. Height, six foot three inches. Weight, 193 pounds. She's a Her, big uh, girl. She's pretty tall. Maybe pretty, that's what pretty... happens when you get infused with Chozo DNA as a kid. And even with her armor, she doesn't weigh too much more than she already does because the armor is very, very sh- strong and powerful, but also very, very lightweight. Lightweight. It's like more yes. of an exoskeleton yes. type thing. It's not going to slow her down anywhere. She's known as the galaxy's strongest warrior. Those are fighting words. Uh, she was born and raised on the mining planet K2L. Because naming planets is hard. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that will stick in your mind when you're thinking of, where is she from? Oh, yeah, K2L. So that's where she that's her birthplace is generic mining colony A or K K 2L. When she was a child too the planet was attacked by space pirates. Arr. Space pirates? Those are the scariest kind of pirates. No Craig, that would be ghost pirates. <laughs> okay, so the second scariest kind of pirate. Yeah. They killed her parents, destroyed the entire civilization on they that planet. Are dicks. All because they were after what? Fuel? Something, I don't know. Yeah, booty. <laughs> Fuel, booty, you know. Gas, we, grass, and ass. <laughs> we came for those three things, and we're not leaving without destroying your entire colony. You're all dead, Arg. You best believe it in space stories, Miss Aran. Because you're in one. Well, that was, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> Well, Samus was the sole survivor. Um, Rescued and, by the Chozo? Yes, adapted right. by that avian race known as the Chozo. Where, where? Uh, what was... They took her to the planet Zebes. Uh, Old Bird taught her the value of friendship. Basically, how to, oh, like, beautiful. using yeah using ways to befriend your enemy to use them against, you know, use it against them. So oh, I guess okay. Mortal Kombat so, was... So, right. so not necessarily the value of friendship, but... The value well, of at least that's the way I took it. So yeah, they took her, they trained her from age three. She was being trained to be a warrior. Well, that's not reaching toddlers and tiaras quite levels yet, I guess. Warrior training is a little better. A little a little better. Than, you know Exploiting your child. Exploiting your child for your own false sense of security. They also infused her with Chozo DNA, which is even better. Yeah, that will. They they didn't think that her body would be able to withstand like yeah. living on the planet, so they thought that would help. And surprise, because it's a video game, it worked. <laughs> because why? Because the plot said so. Mister DNA. <laughs> well, hey, I'll just infuse myself right into you, and then we can make you a That's better Mister DNA. Mister DNA had kind of a southern accent. Well, folks, I'm Mr. DNA. <laughs> hey, Mr. DNA, what can you tell us about life? Dinosaur. Dinosaur DNA. No, 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 it's the Chozo DNA. And, of course, they gave her the power suit, her signature armor, 
exoskeleton. You know, I think it'd be a hell of. Do you think it would be a hell of a trade off? Would you trade your parents for the power suit and Chozo DNA and become if a warrior? I was three? No, I'm talking. I'm talking now. If you had the opportunity now. No, I don't want to be a warrior. <laughs> but you'd be good at it though, because of the Chozo. I, I don't want to be. A, if I wanted to be a warrior, I would be in the army or something, not making podcasts. Huh? You disappoint me, Nathan. What? Anywho. Personally, I think it would be awesome to be able to have this suit. I would trade. I didn't anything say before. it wouldn't be awesome. I, I was saying, would you? Would you be? Able, would you trade having your parents? You know, the death of your parents for the opportunity to have this suit with the Choso DNA. No, you could do circle flips, like you could roll around in a ball. Yeah, it would get old. <laughs> I mean, it can't even fly. I don't invade alien worlds. You could It'd do double awesome, jumps, but I'd rather have a team of Pokemon. Dude, you'd be the best parkour specialist out there. <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> You're no fun right now, okay? Would you? Oh, hell no. I fucking love my parents. <laughs> so she grew up enlisted in the Galactic Federation, I think probably around the age 17, if I remember correctly. Pigs. Yeah, the Galactic Federation police force, basically. Eventually, she resigned and started working as a freelance bounty hunter. Uh, I mean, I bet you the pay was better. Yeah, well, you know who was her most frequent client? Mario? The Galactic Federation, of course. Oh, of course. And this way, she, she doesn't have to worry about disobeying orders. She's She's got her own gig. Yeah. Do it her way. She had her own prerogative. Uh, she most commonly fights space pirates are, and these space parasites known as Metroids. So what's some of Samus Aran's physical advantages? Well, she's infused with Chozo DNA, which gives her resistance to alien environments. She's also infused with Metroid DNA, which makes her resistant to those parasites. Metroids won't really help in a fight against Master Chief. Right, because I don't think he could, you know, infect her with a Metroid D virus. Parasite. Parasite. Bacteria. Uh, of course, she was trained in the Chozo warrior tradition from age 3 to age 14. She's able to run and jump faster and better than any ordinary human, as well as being able to survive falls that would kill an ordinary human. Ooh, she would be able to survive any falls? I don't, I don't know if it's any falls, but... Oh. Well, she's got her space boots, which would probably help, because she gets like a... You know in Smash Brothers I how think you they're do called a second jump? No, they're actually called space boots, I'm pretty sure. They give her a second jump in there, basically, so she could probably save that till she gets near the ground yeah, and then double jump, jump. And then land without breaking any bones. Oh, When you really okay. think about it, I had never thought about it until you brought it up. And her specialty is long-distance attack. Not to imply that she is not good at close quarters combat, but she's definitely an excellent marksman and very, very good at long-distance combat. Excellent marksman, you say? Markswoman? Markswoman. So let's take a look at some of her equipment. Of course, she's got the power suit. That's a powered exoskeleton, which actually can be improved and enhanced. Enhanced, you say? It has the ability to pretty much scan technology. It can scan anything pretty much and to get information it. about it. And yes, it can scan technology, even alien technology, huh. and sort of duplicate and integrate it into its own system. So it could use it for its own benefit. Yes. It almost makes me think of Mega Man a little bit, how Mega Man okay, yeah. uses the weapon of the enemy he defeats. Although with her, it's not as often with enemies as much as it is with stuff she finds. So I, I think if it's... I, w I would imagine 
if it's moving around, you know, like Master Chief in his armor running around, it would probably be a little bit harder for her to get a scan and to, and to duplicate it. You know what I mean? Right, her. right. Does she have to be touching whatever it is? No, I don't think she has to touch it. I think it has some little Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi light. I don't know. Of course, it also has on her arm. A Master Blaster. An arm I've been cannon. wanting to say Ooh. That sounds sexy, arm cannon. It can shoot homing missiles, lasers, ice, fire, plasma beams that are hot enough to weld metal. Just look at it make these Julian fries. And it can even shoot a laser that's armor piercing that can go through walls or solid objects. One of her main, the main characteristics of the suit is her ability to go into the morph ball. She can collapse into a ball. And just roll around. Yeah, roll. roll I remember small that areas. was that was my most fond memories of Metroid. Just rolling around the box. I didn't know what else I was doing. I was six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she was probably six when she first put on the power suit too. Don't feel that bad. So basically, what you're saying is I'm dumb and she's better than me. I wasn't just, saying nope, that, but nope. I mean, if you're going to go okay. ahead and point it out, it's okay, Nathan. I understand. So. uh... Her main method of attack while in the morph ball is bombs, dropping bombs. Yeah, dropping bombs all day. She'd be dropping day. bombs all day, son, every day. Uh, she can also do a death ball form when she, she grow spikes. Well, no, but but when she does go into the death ball, anything she comes into contact with suffers extreme damage. And but she's trapped in that form for a few minutes, so it'd she'll be, be trapped as a ball. And she it'd won't. be better if she grew spikes. I'd picture spikes. It would be harder to roll around. No, as long as she got the momentum going, just on top of the spikes. Still a ball. She's just stronger. She's like Sonic. There's no spikes, Craig. So she's like Sonic? She's not like Sonic, Craig. Sonic's blue. She's red. But you know I'm colorblind. She also has a grapple beam, which can be used across distances, lift her up to places, or even grapple enemies. And she can execute the screw attack. Oh, yeah, the screw attack. That's the home of... Hey, we said we weren't going to mention that in this episode. Ooh, just kidding. The screw on. attack, of course, drags the foes upward in a series of spins and, you know, just generally all around fucks them up. So it's like a corkscrew mode? Flying twist? Yeah. yeah. Uh, her suit has a nearly inexhaustible supply of oxygen, but it does not have an inexhaustible supply of energy. Uh, if it runs low on energy from being damaged too much, she will not be able to wear the suit anymore. It's gone. So, so. what, does she just have multiple suits lying around? Well, no. Um, she can make it materialize on her, like a Power Ranger. Like, So I, that's how the Justin Bailey thing there's works. There's no official, yeah, there's no <laughs> official word on it, but the the major fan theory, there's like this glowing like patch on her back and on her chest that it's stored there as energy and so it's like a mutated version of the iron man suit you just make it like grow on her materialize is a better word that's the same thing it's not (laughs) (laughs) just close it off all right the suit also has an x-ray scope which is self-explanatory and of course there's her alternate suit the zero suit which when she doesn't have enough energy for her power suit she can revert to this form or she may choose to do it because it makes her more agile. Although it's it's already been said that she already is pretty damn agile in the power suit because it's very lightweight. 
and it has been said that it enhances makes her more her. agile. So it it's it, it's almost a little contradictory. You know what I mean? I Yeah. I feel like before Nintendo created the Zero Suit, they wrote that the power suit enhances her agility and all that and then they created the Zero Suit and it needed a reason. So Right, to make it even more enhanced. Um it is it does protect her but not near as much as the power suit does, obviously. It's it's a skin-tight bodysuit. Uh, she can use the paralyzer when she's in the zero suit. That's a gun that can temporarily stun and paralyze opponents, but it doesn't really have any lethal power. It can also fire, though, the plasma whip, which can be used to attack or tether. Tether? Yeah. Don't tether know. me, bro. So, basically, she can just make these different suits appear by materializing them. Well, she wears the zero suit underneath the... Oh, so the zero suit's like the sexier version. That's basically what it is. Let's give her a form where people can tell she's a girl. Is it equipped with cleavage? No. And you could still tell it's a girl, though. Yes. A little more form-fitting. Well, well, here's the weird thing about it. It is equipped with high heels, and I think that's pretty fucking stupid. How, what, what the fuck purpose does that serve? Does uh, that so make her more agile? in a dress? You, if anything, you think it would make him less agile. You're going to wear a dress over the fucking zero suit, Craig. Well, that would look if, stupid. What if she had to go to prom? <laughs> Bounty hunter prom. That's, first of all, it's not going to happen, and so, so it's not a concern. Second of all, she would wear a dress. Yeah, with the high heels and the zero suit. No. Her major weakness is she has a serious weakness to cold. Due to the infusion of Metroid DNA. So, like any other human, you could freeze her? I was frozen today. Thank you, Christopher Lloyd. He's in the crowd, too, apparently. <laughs> Moving on to Master Chief Petty Officer John 117. Yeah, for short, he just goes by Master Chief. Yeah, I would, too. That's more badass. I mean, I would probably just go by John, but teach their own. He's, he's a seasoned veteran... 47 years old, also a cybernetic and genetically enhanced super soldier, standing in at 6 foot 10 without his armor. Wait, I got 6 and 400 I got, pounds. I got I got 6 foot 7 without the armor and 287 pounds. Well, I did were you at the weigh-in? I did my research but and I, I don't I, know apparently I did, I did too. I mean, I don't just make these things up. I Apparently we both there's a disparity between our research. So basically he's somewhere between six foot seven and six foot ten without the suit. And he's somewhere between two hundred and eighty seven and four hundred pounds, which honestly I thought was really big, but he is genetically enhanced. He's he's a super True. soldier. And with the suit uh, with the suit he's standing over seven foot tall, so and he's weighing in at about a thousand pounds. And it doesn't matter, he's gonna be in the suit regardless. So we yeah. don't care what his real height and weight is. Just know that this suit makes him a fucking beast. He actually spends most of his time in his suit. He, he actually, I think, spends yeah. more time in it than he does not in it. There's a rumor that if you beat Halo 4 on Legendary, you can see him without his helmet on. I cannot find anything to validate this. I don't think that's true. I've seen like videos on YouTube showing the quote-unquote ending. Yeah, I did air quotes, and then I had to say what they were because I realized none of you people know that I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> But all I saw was him take off a helmet, and there's another helmet. So that didn't make sense to me. It was like this the visor was still over covering his face. He took off his helmet, <laughs> and there was another helmet. Then he takes off that helmet, and underneath is a third helmet. And then he takes off that helmet. And there's a fourth helmet. 
And underneath that was one of those plastic Frankenstein masks. And when he pulled that one off, he was wearing a William Shatner mask. Was it spray-painted white like Michael Myers from Halloween? Yeah, like he got it at the drugstore. And then you pull that off, and it's one of the guys from Slipknot. But no, it's not, because then you pull that one off, and it's a burlap sack. But then you pull the burlap sack off, and it's steampunk Morgan Freeman. But no, because it's just a steampunk Morgan Freeman mask. Because then underneath that is Bosnian John Travolta. What are we talking about again? So I think we get the picture. Nobody knows what this fool looks like. His hobbies include headshots and teabagging. Yes, of course. He's and already stated as the, much, at least he, about the headshots. He's not an enjoyer of herbal tea, if that's what you were thinking. No, no. But I guess to understand this, you have to go back and find out a little bit more about the man. You see, basically when he was six years old, he and 74 other kids were hand-selected by the United Nations Space Command to serve in the Spartan II program. Now, mind you, they did not have permission of the Guardians to do this. So what did they do? They made clones of all the children. When you say the Guardians, you mean like the parents, the parents and Guardians, not like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, right, 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 okay, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the parental Guardians. <laughs> Thank you. I, I forgot that I had to clarify that. <laughs> they made clones of them. They kidnapped them in the middle of the night and replaced them with clones. And had them set to die of natural causes at some point throughout their life. So it was like they were never taken. What the fuck? Yeah. This is the government for you, folks. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. This was all to cover up, you know, the kidnappings, like you said. And it worked brilliantly, I guess. So at six years old, this man starts training all his life as a soldier. Now, soldier training, not peaceful Chozo bird training. So maybe that's why he likes teabagging. You just got to... Get it out there. So around when he was 14, they started doing the Spartan II augmentations to genetically enhance them, right? 30 of the kids died. So that's, by the way, a great ratio right there for survivors. Oh, almost half <laughs> die immediately. Okay, 12 more were then physically disabled. And John 117, well, he was one of the lucky guys. But what did they get for this? They now possessed... Faster reflexes, greater strength, enhanced vision, and a nearly unbreakable bone structure. Which is pretty intense. Yeah, so maybe he can survive, you know, falls too. Obviously, if you played the game, he doesn't survive like huge falls. It doesn't even let you see him hit the ground. I'm sure it helps that they've got that six to 700 pound Spartan II armor they're wearing as well. Yeah, I'd say so. The armor you're talking about is the, the Mjolnir powered assault armor it's a technologically advanced combat exoskeleton that's designed to improve strength speed agility reflexes and durability all these he already had improved mind you it also comes equipped with a chargeable energy shield it contains a sealed system to allow breathing in toxic atmosphere so we can go off world with it Uh, it's also hardened against emp and radiation so you know, nuclear blast happens, this guy's not getting deformed. Although if he's there... He might get vaporized <laughs> <Yes>. instantaneously. <laughs> so all this, mixed with their enhancements, it makes them pretty hard to put down. They're, they're, they're pretty big on that. On top of the fact that, well, they say he's just the luckiest man in the galaxy. That's apparently why his artificial intelligence chip chose him. Yeah, the smart AI construct Cortana. I think, I think, no, no, something else. That doesn't ring a bell. No, dude, it was Cortana. Nah, that, I think it was, no. 
What was the, it was like the blue lady. She's like a, no, no. It was the blue lady. She was like, you mean Cortana? she's like a hologram and she's kind of like a chip in his armor and she's artificial intelligence. Yeah, Cortana. She chose him because she was, wait, what was it? What did you say? Cortana? Yeah, that was it. That's it. Cortana. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I was going to get it eventually. Cortana is basically a clone of Dr. Halsey who was basically the creator of the Spartan 2 program. That's like her, her brainchild. This this clone has imprints of her memories, thoughts, opinions, and values. So it's it's like a thinking, you know, processing uh, AI okay. that is very useful out in the field. Uh, it marks GPS locations and drops where, you know, targets are. Okay, which is pretty damn valuable. And hell, when you're talking strategy, it's always good to have a buddy with you. Yes, especially since I see Master Chief as being much more experienced working in a group with group strategy with specific orders to undergo and uh, right. that type of combat Absolutely. strategy. So when he's fighting on his own, I think that would definitely come in handy that he has someone have, else to... Having a partner. She yes, can... even if it's not a physical, tangible, you know, partner. Although I still think that will be one of Master Chief's weaknesses there. The fact that he needs Cortana? Well, no, no. I mean, Samus always works alone. She left the Galactic Federation Police. Oh, so this one-on-one, basically. Yeah, she's taken out entire alien populations on planets. Like, she's taken out entire space pirate bases all on her own. Yeah, well, Master Chief has taken out galactic parasites that just consume and devour, and he's killed a bunch of aliens. I'm just saying. He's a little more used to working with his troop. But as as we said, it's a thinking AI. So sadly, it's kind of also become his best friend more uh, more so than just a tool that he uses. Well, so that's not necessarily sad. It's his, kind of beautiful. His his best friend isn't real. Well, I mean, what not is quite real? Imaginary. His best friend is real. I mean, what is real? His best friend is a is a. Chip. Uh, this is another podcast. I, if I if I start talking about what qualifies as real and what doesn't, if you start saying my dreams are real, I'm gonna flip shit. Everyone's dreams are real, Craig. When you dream, anything is possible. Dream a little dream, my dream star. <laughs> um, I think one of Master Chief's major advantages is that the Mjolnir armor recharges so oh, absolutely if it's getting hit if it's draining energy it recharges whereas samus's doesn't samus needs to collect energy in order to recharge her armor but there's the trade-off oh. because master chief needs to collect ammunition in order to refill his his weaponry he carries on an ma5d individual combat weapon system basically an assault rifle this baby fires 15 rounds a second with armor-piercing rounds. I don't know if it's space armor-piercing rounds. <laughs> but it only holds a max ammo of 660 rounds. I would say it's equivalent to standard armor. Not necessarily Spartan II armor, but standard armor of that time period. Right? If it says armor-piercing rounds. You mean the future? Yeah, the future. Which <laughs> the Elemist explained to us that the future works differently in space. Right, that's, of course. That's why we're able to... We asked him, we're like, Samus and Master Chief, aren't they both from the future? How is that? And he's like, yes, the future works different in space. So You know, in that stupid Elemist voice that he does. He was like... <clears throat> yes, yes, the future works differently in space. <clears throat> wow. 
Wow, that was spot on. Yeah, I've been practicing. <laughs> See, so there's the downfall. It only carries 660 rounds, and at 15 rounds a second, you're t- you're coming in at about 900 rounds a minute. So on full burst, he's out of ammo within a minute. He also carries on him his M6D Magnum pistol. It's his you know standard belt, big kick, uh, handgun, hand okay. cannon. If if you would, he's got a hand cannon of his own. It's got a magnum bullet. But he has the use of both his hands when he's not holding it. Yes, Whereas he does. Whereas in the power suit, Samus is, is always right there on her Oh, writing. also, he's he excels greatly at melee combat. Hand-to-hand, using you know his weapon as a blunt object, that's, that's one of his fortes. He can basically one-hit kill you with a punch or a knock from the butt of his gun. Jeez. One hit? Or two hits, you know, if it's a, it's a stronger lieutenant uh, alien covenant. Also, not exactly his weapon, but you know where if he's around, there's sure to be one lurking somewhere. It's the Type 1 Energy Sword. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't even know. About. I've never played Halo. I it is like the most FPSs, badass weapon. But I like laser swords. Ever. It's a laser sword, basically. Yeah. It's a close quarters weapon of the Covenant Empire, exclusively used by the Sanjalhi. Whoever the fuck they are. It's basically a sword made of energy. Yeah. Uh, It houses an energy storage module and a device for projecting the plasma. And that's what forms the blade. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. The the blade is completely comprised of two partially ionized blades of free-moving electron-based gas. So you're telling me Master Chief is skilled at sword fighting as well. Yeah. Close quarters combat. Hell well, yeah. Well, and this thing, trust me, one... Sword fighting is a pretty specific art. Like, it's not like punching. <laughs> well, well, I mean, with this sword, trust me, it, if... <laughs> well, with this sword, it is like punching. <laughs> the one downfall to this weapon, though, is that each successful strike reduces the battery, the energy of the module. Uh, each strike will drain approximately 10% of oh. the maximum energy output. So it's like a 10-use 10 10 weapon, okay. basically. But uh, if he connects solidly with Samus, I don't think yeah. he's going to need to. you got to think, too, he's usually fighting more than one person. Right. He's normally fighting waves, siege, yes. waves of armies. Well, it looks like we're receiving word that they're ready to get this fight started. We've been running our mouths long enough, and it's finally here. And here she comes. Samus is approaching the arena. She is walking very stoically, I might add. <laughs> as uh, as we as we heard earlier tonight, very very sure of herself. Very little doubt in her mind yeah. that she's emerging the victor. We'll we'll see. She's uh she's waving to a few people in the crowd. Do you know them? Well, I mean, she is a space bounty hunter. She's been from planet to planet, right? It's possible she knows some of the people out there. I, uh, Craig, sometimes people play to the crowd, Craig. Sometimes <laughs> even right here on Space Station Omega. <laughs> you mean on Fairpoint, right? I had to get my cheap pop. Right here in Fairpoint, Wisconsin. That is where Fairpoint is, right? <laughs> and, uh, and there he is. Master Chief also... Approaching the ring, he seems to be really showboating it down um, the aisle. I, I really uh, don't think he understands the seriousness of this match. Yeah, it looks like, like he's having he's, a good time. I uh, it looks he, like it looks like he's attempting to chug that Mountain Dew, but it's just kind of pouring over his helmet. 
Oh, and then he just grabbed somebody out of the crowd and started dry humping her. Hey, hey, Master Chief, there's a there's, there's a fight going yeah. on. Yeah, you know? we've been so. all right, and uh, looks like looks like he's moved on to the next person from the crowd, and he's dry humping them. Okay, uh, okay, can ladies we, and gentlemen, Master Chief is is literally somebody, a dog. Uh, is somebody gonna can, can someone we stop? direct him to the no? All right, no? there. Okay, we, all right. oh, he, he's gonna he's gonna go when he's ready. Okay, there marking go. territories. Okay, well, he's finally stepping into the arena. Uh, they're staring each other down. At, I, least, I at think, least that's what I assume. Their helmets are pointed in the same yeah, it, it, direction. Yeah, it's hard to gauge uh, facial expressions when their face is completely covered. Somehow Disney did it with Wally, but I, I would say I would say impossible. Even no, not impossible because, like I said, Disney did it with Wally. Well, Wally didn't. Oh, he at least had eyes, didn't he? Wally didn't have a face covered. That was Wally's face, Craig. <laughs> he didn't have that, a mouth. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, you wear the mask. Wally doesn't wear the mask. That's his real face. Whoa. And, well, he's... Master Chief starts it off real quick, firing quick bursts from his assault rifle. And, of course, Samus looked... is quickly dodging each man, bullet. That morph ball, man. It looked like it looked like a couple connected, but... Who, who knows? It's yeah. too hard to tell because those once armor-piercing she... rounds aren't piercing her armor. Yeah, and once she hit that morph ball... It doesn't look like they're connecting at all. She's just too fast and too small. All over the place. Yeah, he's uh, he's. Oh my god! And the bomb, and she's already she's already like twenty feet away. Zoomed right in, dropped a bomb, zoomed right oh, the fuck out. Wow! And she is bobbing and weaving like Muhammad Ali, but better. And there she goes, firing blast from that charge cannon. Now, if she gets a chance to charge it, then uh, it's of course going to be a lot more powerful. Master Chief is running for the nearest cover. Uh, This is his strategy. Duck and cover and then fight and then maybe storm in when you realize they don't have enough ammo. Man, and that ME5D assault rifle's got to be almost out of ammo. How much did you say it had in there? Yeah, uh, it only carries about 660 and he threw about seven or eight concentrated bursts. Uh, He's got to be, he's probably around half a clip left. Somewhere in that. Oh, I think he's going to try to get himself some ground to move around. He's tossing a frag. And, uh, I mean, he's not connecting that much with her, but she got him with that bomb. But other that than that, just startled him. Other than that, they're not really hitting each other. Samus is just too agile. And uh, yeah. I mean, I got to imagine Cortana's really helping Master Chief. Well, out he doesn't here. even have to look at her, be looking at her to know where she is. He can just tell. Like I said, uh, he's trying to give himself some ground. He, he threw another frag and, ooh, it landed oh. right next to her. Uh, I think she got sprayed with a little bit of shrapnel. Yeah, that one had to hurt. Oh, man. she's. Uh, oh, yeah, she definitely did get hit with a piece of shrapnel. She, uh, she just limped, but then bounced into the morph ball again. She's all the way on the other side of the arena. And it looks like Master Chief's taking the opportunity, hiding behind some of this uh, debris here. And, uh, of course, his armor's still recharging. And uh, oh. got to imagine he's uh, strategizing or what what's going through his head right now. I yeah. Mean, uh, Samus is getting a chance to charge that attack. You think, uh, how, how does Cortana work, Craig? Is Cortana aware of what, is she able to scan the environment yes. when his... Yes, she he's, is. He's uh, he knows what's going like on. He's he's. This is like a fight to who's going to get there first. Uh, she's she is almost fully charged, I believe. Yeah, she she she's holding it now. Now remember too, she could always just fire that nova beam. The nova beam would go right through the debris that he's hiding behind. But you of course, that's going to that's going to use Master up energy. Chief's mind. Oh, he's. Uh, 
I think he's peeking out from back. Oh, he has the. Oh my god! Oh my god! A headshot. Is she? Is she? There's no way. There's no he way that pierced the armor. Is she still? Is she? Okay, she's scope. getting up. She's getting okay, up. Okay, yeah. No, it didn't go through shit. the armor. Sorry about that. He knocked her down. Knocked that right whole down. charge that was lost. It, right? Looks like we lost a good chunk of the audience when that she just fired that shot off into nowhere. Um, oh man! Do you and think? Wait, what's, are we? Is this safe to be like this I, close to the I action? Mean, I feel like we're firing off away. Maybe. Do we have a space lawyer? Element? Do, is the element Is there like an I, energy shield over our little little booth here? Oh, and she's she's looking woozy here. She is. He's just unloading the rest of the pistol on her, running after her. He is really fast in that armor. I got to tell you, he's closing the gap quickly. Out comes the assault rifle. He wastes the rest of that oh, in man, no time. Oh, man, just throws it just to the ping, side. Ping, ping, She's ping, really, ping. They're both taking a lot of damage, oh, man, but he just keeps recharging, and her armor just can't keep up. Oh, my God. I don't know how much longer the suit's going to last, Craig. They're that, going, uh, yeah, she's, she looks like that suit's losing power real quick. Now they're at a, they're at a head-to-head. Mm, they're, I might owe you 20 bucks after tonight because this is not looking good for Samus right now. Uh, she's, she's really doing a lot of damage to Master Chief, but he just keeps recharging. Nail, yeah, that's uh, punches going back and forth to each other now. She, oh. She's keeping him from getting back to peak, but... Uh, she. Oh, my God. God, did you just see that massive that massive melee attack? I didn't. I was I was rubbing my eye. Oh, I missed you missed it. out. He flipped the pistol over and just whacked her really hard in the head. And and it looks like it cracked a bit of the, the armor, her helmet there, a little bit, and she is just she's out of it. You can you can and see it's starting to it's starting to almost almost he's look looking like it's pulsating. Cocky. That that armor's that armor's going he away. He is soon getting and- cocky. And what is this? Oh, in one more time with the morph ball, drops a bomb, hits him with the bomb. It really, it really could go either way. She's, she's. Uh, well, I don't know if you're watching the same thing I'm watching, but it looks like he's beating the crap out of her, and he looks like he is, he is done playing around. He has pulled out the energy sword. This is serious business here. A few quick strikes with that could be game over. This is. Oh my God! I don't. I don't even. This is awful, Craig. This is awful. I kind of don't want to watch Few this. Few more solid I, hits. I don't know what I was all expecting it takes, out of a death and match. I will have been right. That's all that matters here. It doesn't matter that Sam is going to die. What matters is that I was right. Oh, last blow. It's all that he needs. He he looks like he's enjoying this right now. And she pulls the morph ball off, and she's out of there. She's out of there. Fuck. She doesn't even take God the time to drop it. a bomb. Get back in there, Master Chief. It looks like she's forsaken the suit the suit's coming what, off what, it was, what is, what i don't is she think doing? there was much what? left to that suit anyway it was only gonna last she's, so much longer but now she's got no suit yeah i don't know why she'd uh it's it's zero. not take that last couple hits she's in the zero suit now she's got the paralyzer out she's taking a shot oh dodged he's it. He dodged he's it. closing he's the closing gap in the gap but she's she's backing off further and she shoots again what's she gonna oh. ah He's almost I, there. I don't he, know how much of a one, difference it's going to make if she connects, Craig. What? How much I, damage I don't, can she do to this armor? I don't know. At least she could buy her a little more time. You know, she's and he's closing oh, the gap in, and he oh, and she, she connects. Finally hits it. 
and Master Chief's frozen he solid, but she's not. A, she's not attacking. Looks like she's putting she, the the armor back on. You got to imagine she is she going for one last final shot maybe, with that power I don't blaster. Know what she's thinking here? He looks like she's Master Chief. Looks like he's she's scanning the suit, Craig. She's holy shit. She's scanning the armor, Craig. Why didn't I think of that? Of course. Oh she my can god. Copy his armor. Craig, her armor's recharging. She's adapted the technology. I think that was his edge, Craig. Now that now that uh, she can recharge her armor, I, yeah, I, I don't I, know, Craig. It's Well, also the fact that now her armor is fully replenished. She's charging up her beam. It looks it looks a little di- Oh god, Craig, she's pulling out the Nova beam. The Nova beam Master armor Chief, piercing. Move, move, get out of the, the way. Nova beam. Get out of the way. Oh! Oh! Can't stand a look. It was a Right through the armor, like a ghost, into his chest, right into his heart. Master Chief is down. Like the priest in Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. He's not getting up from that one. Ah, uh, is is that is that blood seeping out of the armor? Uh, looks like it's the end. You had a you had a good run, bro. Good run, bro. Oh man, that's so not extreme. This is sad. I can't believe this has happened. Master Chief dead. Samus teabagging his corpse in victory. Um, Samus, everyone, is the victor. Can't uh, believe it myself. You, sir, were right. You thought that Sam- you were pulling for Samus in this one. You know, it's just in the end, the her ability to copy his suit, she used it very strategically. Exactly. Paralyzed him. Copied the suit. Beautiful. Copied the armor. You gotta wonder: Does she have? Does she have her own artificial intelligence in there now? Does she have her own copy of Cortana? Is Cortana in her helmet, cursing her right now? This is this has been amazing. Um, So, any of you who are wondering, Master Chief versus Samus, now you know who would win. If you uh, if you disagree, let us know. You can, of course, find us. Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. You can talk to us. Let us know what you thought of the fight. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Get at us. And of course, go to iTunes if you have a mobile device that's a smartphone. Uh, you definitely have to get the podcast app first and just go through there. Search us, Fairpoint Podcast. We should be the top search you find. Oh, yeah, we are. We definitely uh, we are. We definitely are. Yeah. Subscribe and, uh, to us, you know, leave us leave us a review, rate us, definitely. It's just a couple seconds out of your time. Just do it. Come on. Come on. Dude. Come on. Come on. Dude. Dude. Come on. Come on. I hope Come everybody. On. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Dude, please. From Omega. I mean, come on, dude. Well, it looks like everyone here had a great time. They're going crazy. From Omega, I'm Craig Lewis. Come on. Dude. 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 Come on. And that's Nathan Capacer. Dude. Oh, and uh, one more thing. Come on. Justin Bailey. Fuck, I'll fucking kill you. I'm going to go to the hospital.